EastEnders fans and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episodes broadcast between the 26th to the 29th, leap year, hello, slash the 1st of March 2024. Yes, the scheduling's all weird and stuff again this week. I don't know, sport or something, tiddlywinks or football or chess or backgammon something was going on some sort of sporting event which meant that the scheduling was a little bit weird which means that eastenders was technically on on a friday but they'd uploaded on the iplayer all week it's just you know what the streaming era is like hello i'm rob joining me as usual is re hello re how are you hello rob i'm all right are you no, I'm knackered. I've been working all week. I've had one night off last last night, and now I'm back in again tonight for four nights off. Save me, Ree, from this retail hell. I hate it. Man, I've got a baby, so you can't. Well, a toddler, so you know, you? moaning to about it. sleep. Well, <laughs> trust me. Well, I was a poor night technically, not last night, but I've been a poor night all week technically. Sleep during the daylight. You don't get that luxury, but no, no, no. um. Did you just want to mention that it were a leap year, Rob? Is that why we said 29th to 1st of March and all that jazz? Yes, because I don't actually think I've had the opportunity to say the 29th of February since I became a podcaster. So I thought it would be a nice nice opportunity. A nice unique thing. A first. A first for me. There we go. However, February is now done because it's a talent to change time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So that was February. Say goodbye to February Peggy. Let's see what delightful picture, because as regular listeners will know, and I don't think you'd be able to, as delightful uh, Ree has made this year's calendar, as regular listeners will know, and she has got something fascinating to say about each and every photo as the calendar goes throughout the year, haven't you, Ree? Yeah. Yeah. March March will be a good one, because it's my birthday month, so I'm sure I've put a good picture on it. I was going to say, so as soon as it's your birthday month, Ree's birthday next week, by the way, say happy birthday to Ree in the comment section. She's 50. Next week, though. No, it's 50. Yeah, I look great for it, though, don't I? You do look fit as for a (laughs) 50-year-old. All right, MILF. Um, So have you got anything? Do you even remember what this picture is this year? No, not a clue. No, let's find out. This is March. I love it. Yes. Yes, that's quite appropriate for your birthday month. I can see exactly your thinking for that. If you are just on audio, the picture for this month is Pat and Peggy in the ice cream van. Classic scene. Classic. Both actresses have spoken very fondly of their memories of this scene and said that very little acting was required. (laughs) Ah, what did they actually get? No, I don't think they did that, but I think they were able to sort sort of lean on very easy to access memories of just being drunk yeah. in the uh, drunk in the back of ice cream vans. You know what the actors' lifestyles like. Yeah, clearly. Anywhere. These actors <laughs> would do anything for Mr. Whippet. So there we are then. So that is March. I love that picture. It's great. This is one of the last kind of big Pat and Peggy scenes, I think, as well, because I don't think it was that yeah. soon, that long before Pat died after that. So, uh, mm. yeah, love it, love it, love it. Right then, so that is March's picture. Uh, on to this week. Bit of a sort of yeah, bit of a average week. I think it was more of a setup week. We decided over messenger, didn't we? One of those weeks yeah, where definitely. chess pieces were being put into place. The show is allowed those yeah. sorts of weeks every now and again. Mm. But we had some interesting developments. Nish yes. has got nobody whatsoever. Dean is soon to have nobody whatsoever, and that story took uh, quite the turn this week. Uh, and Denzel is pumping iron like a 
Popeye the Sailor Man. Like, just pumping and punching. Why is it, Ree? Can you tell me this? Why is it when people are boxing on television? Mm. I don't know if they do this in real life, because as if I ever hang around with people like that in real life. But you know, when someone's punching a punch bag or something like that, why do they make that weird noise? What's it for? It's, it's called um like like uh no it's not <laughs> it's because they're working hard, Rob. Right. I just don't think we've ever like exerted I ourselves. Work hard. I work hard. Work. I, go, I don't go around going workout. like a steam engine. It's like, you know, if you were in pain and you might swear, so uh-huh. it's like a release. I think it's like that. It's like tennis players like, Ugh. Uh, yeah. it's the same principle, I think. Yeah. Like when I play snap. Yeah. The card down, yeah. So exactly the same. All right, fair play. There you go. Just wonder. Uh, right, there we are then. So we'll discuss Denzel and his pumping and his uh, later, uh, whilst we get on with this week's discussion in Albert Square After Dark. So let's talk about Denzel first, shall we? Uh, his fitness regime has continued to intensify and she's now starting to affect his relationship with Amy. Um, he gets kind of back on side with George this week because obviously they had a bit of a falling out after George's behaviour a couple of weeks ago after the fallout from uh, the Gloria and Eddie stuff where he got a bit kind of intense. And now they started talking again, they started training together again. Um, and at some point during the week, Denzel catches eye of this sort of deal that's on for some kind of really intense training and sort of discounted things. So this is... This is I thought it was just some like protein shake yeah i think it's heading in that it's thing. heading in that direction isn't it like he's gonna yeah. start so i am starting to wonder if this is gonna start heading into a steroid du- direction pretty soon oh well, i didn't think i was still thinking eat, like eating disorder type thing but yeah you probably got a point yeah i wonder surprised. if that's where it's heading because he's very focused on muscles and all that kind of thing isn't he mm. so and there'll be some dodgy types at that boxing mm-hmm. den i would have thought who'd be like here lad do you know what help yeah and then he can have all his cheat days that What's his first run about, George? Yeah. I have a cheat mm. day every single day. I should be a boxer. <laughs> every single day. Um, yeah. I'm really... This this is getting a bit worrying for Denzel, I think. I think it's starting to head in that direction. I don't think anybody is really like, yes, he's so he should have had a date with Amy and said it instead he went to the gym. At the moment, that's just sort of annoyance for Amy because you really could have done with him with like emotional yeah. support at that time. But it's not, I don't think anybody's really paying all that much attention to it. It's just like, oh, Denzel's going to the gym a lot. But I think as the weeks progress, George, it's going to start George to, has uh... picked up on him not having enough rest, didn't he? And saying, yeah. you know, the best is have to have rest days and stuff. So Yeah, so you would think that George is going to be the first to really spot something because presumably George will have come across this sort of thing in his, You'd in think. his, kind of, in his career. Mm. So do you th- is this where you think it's going? Do you agree? I th- I think well, now, is where this is heading. Now you now you've said it, yeah, probably. Or like I say, I don't know, he's very obsessive, isn't he? Mm. It's safe to say. And I don't understand why no one's like directly said to him, Do you not think you're getting a bit obsessed with this? Because mm. it's very obvious. Uh but yeah, now you said steroids, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Makes sense. I am really pleased though that Denzel's getting his own storyline. Because I like Denzel mm. a lot. I really mm. do. And again, you know, it's as we say every week. It's about stick. It's about putting these these kids of the younger generation of the square into the spotlight. And this is like Denzel's first massive storyline. So I'm really, really pleased to see it. And he's doing very well. Uh, it's. It, I think. It, I do think it's going to start going into quite a sad direction soon because he is becoming so obsessed with it. I do agree with you in terms of the eating, but I don't think it's going to go down the eating disorder route. Mm. Because we've only just kind of been there with Ben. 
So I do wonder mm. if this is, I think his eating will be affected, but I think it will be a kind of part of a larger, a yeah. larger problem for him. Mm, definitely. I wonder how long it's going to, do you know how long this storyline's meant to be going on for? No, anything? no, no. No idea. I mean, this is something that, I mean, you know, with the speed of soaps, I think obviously it's going to be maybe a few months kind of storyline, but this is the sort mm. of thing that goes on for years and years and years. And I think if it is going down the steroid route, I think it's going to be one of those things where we're starting it off with a due obsession and then it's going to turn into a steroid addiction and then yeah. God knows where we'll end up with it. Mm. Do you know something I did like about all of this, though, this week? Mm-hmm. How... Nugget was constantly going to Denzel and being like, "Come on, man, tell your girl in it, yeah, like I rather yeah. be with my girl than at gym." But it made me see Nugget as Ravi and how Ravi has been with other characters, like with Zach and people, like past year or so, always yeah. like giving them advice <clears throat> and stuff like relationship advice. So I really liked Nugget being like, "Come on, man, what are you doing?" Yeah, I think Nugget's maturing a little bit, isn't he? He's when he first arrived, mm. I think Nugget was quite immature and quite he was he was mm. a little shit basically, wasn't he, Nugget, when he first arrived. Yeah. And now yeah. I think I think he's growing into himself now. They are doing this thing with the kids though, right? And all soaps do it. So it's not just EastEnders, but like any scene that the kids are in, any scene whatsoever, they're in their school uniform. No matter what time of the day it is, they're in their school uniform. Oh, yeah. Whether it's around yeah. the dinner table, whether it's around the breakfast table, whether they've got up at three o'clock in the morning in the middle of the night. Oh, I just fell asleep in the school uniform. I didn't have time to change. Now we've had a few we aim in not in school uniform because I'm always I'm always like, oh, but how do kids dress these days? So I do like know there is the odd occasion. That's what it is. It's school uniforms. Really. Yeah, that's all, had, they, that's all they wear. She some jeans. Because, you know, you're not allowed skinny jeans anymore, are you? So I'm always you're like not. trying to take note. No, did you not know that's a thing? I know skinny jeans are a thing. Most of my no, skinny, of my skinny jeans are, are no skinny, skinny jeans, jeans are <laughs> out, mate. Skinny jeans are have they? been out for a good couple of years. Yeah, it's all about straight or baggy or flared. Yeah, baggy yeah. trousers, marvelous. Baggy well, trousers, I, yeah. I uh, yeah, baggy trousers. I can get behind. That sounds like a, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, is there a difference between slack trousers and baggy trousers? Because I, if they're, they're hanging, that's the sort of trousers I tell you. Yeah, I. Hmm. Do you reckon? Just take a picture in them when you next put them on and I'll let you know. Oh, all right, then. I'll send you pictures of me in my trousers. <laughs> yeah. Dirty bird. That's all you've wanted for years, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Ross. <laughs> right. Okay, there we are then. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this progresses. I really, really am. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. And I think it's a really important story to tell for a young teenage boy, actually, because this is the sort of thing. And I think, you know, with the dawn of the internet, as we said before, Ray, things have changed since we were at school. We didn't have, you know, social media, the internet sort of... When we were, when we were at school... Yeah, I mean, I yeah, but when we were at school, the, the most this kind of really went into was the magazines. And that was very yeah, much kind of yeah. focused on the women, I think, rather than yeah. sort of sort of the yeah. boys. And I think, and as, and as time's gone on, I think it's, it's, it's kind of grown into just young mm. people having so much pressure put on them. So I wonder how far they're going to go into looking at that side of things rather than it just mm. being a very internal thing for Denzel. I wonder if they're going to take a sort of wider look at the implications of social media and looking... And the societal the pressures. pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, mm. a, there's a few different directions they could go with it, so I'm, I'm, interested, mm. to, I'm interested to see. But yeah, bring this storyline on. I'm very, I'm very, very excited. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, uh, we will shall now talk of our next story. <laughs> On to Dean and Jade now, and my God, did this take a turn. Now, I have a bit of a confession to make, Rhi, and I don't think I'm meant to be saying this, and I don't think I'm oh, supposed no, to be feeling Rob, this be way. Oh, no, Rob, be careful. Don't, don't get cancelled. I, I, 
kind of really been enjoying the Dean and Jade dynamic. Is that wrong? I don't think I'm supposed to be enjoying it. See, I felt like this with Dean. I've been like, I'm getting really annoyed because I actually have liked Dean this week. And he enjoyed his character, what a great, yeah. What a great daddy's being with Jade and I like how they are as a father and daughter. I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I mean, I think I've No, been... but I was annoyed at myself because I'm mm. like, surely I shouldn't be liking a character like anything Dean. To do with him, anything to do with him whatsoever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the twist happened, the turn happened. Oh, welcome back, Dean. <laughs> I was like, all right, okay. Yes. I can go back to hating you again. Thank God for that. I know. It's a bit of a relief. I mean, I yeah, I was, I'm was. i really enjoying their dynamic. And, and I'm totally seeing what you were saying last week about Elizabeth Green. Like, she's fantastic. Really, she's really amazing, like... She? I'm yeah. really liking Jade. So mm. I kind of don't want her to go to Pakistan at all. Well, I don't think any of us do, do we? It's interesting... What... Sorry, I'm going to nitpick. But would Shabnam, would Shabnam really take her kid? I did wonder just... this. But then... I don't know. You put, I put yourself in the mothering shoes here, right? So yeah, would... I'd be prioritizing my kid who's just had a lung transplant. I'm sorry. Yeah, but then if you're moving this... to another country, you'd want your kid with you, wouldn't you? Rather I than leaving to another was... country, I won't move to another go, country. Even if your mum, even if your mum was ill. But they've just said that she's ill. They've said like, oh, she's ill, but not that ill. Well, I would say that Jade, <laughs> I would say lung transplant on a teenager probably trumps that then. But we don't but know exactly I, yes. what the deal is with Zainab. So but then I it. also wonder whether that's actually more of a reaction to Dean rather than anything that's going on with Zainab. Whether this oh, is so she's trying going, to just get is... Jade as far away as possible. That's what oh, I yeah, was I didn't wondering. Think of that. Mm, possibly. I kind of, yeah. I agree with you. I was like, when they were talking about like, like, is it really safe? I, I kind of thought Dean had a point this week. Where it's like she just had a lung transplant. What are you talking about? You want to, you want to move her to another country? That's a ridiculous idea. Mm. I get that because she's busy coughing away, and you know that's clearly because she's just had a lung transplant. So of course she's not in any real fit state to travel at the moment. You would think. Um, it was interesting. I mean, I when I got the audio message from Shabnam, I was kind of like. <gasps> Oh my god, are we gonna see Shabnam? Is, is Shabnam gonna turn up? Are we gonna hear Shabnam at the very least or anything? No, nothing like that. We've just got a sort I know of... I would I thought that, like the playing the voice note, like should yeah. we be hearing it? Could it not have been I've... a bit of a text message or something? Well, yeah, I'd have or a phone call know. or something. I'd have preferred yeah. I thought we were gonna hear I'd I'd like to see Shabnam because I miss Shabnam. Shabnam was fantastic by the time. I love Shabnam, yeah. She yeah. was brilliant. And as for Zainab being ill, none of that, thank you. You, you leave Zainab alone. Zainab's going to be yeah. fine. She better be Let's fine. Let's not Let's, let's not, not kill be killing Nanny Zainab, Zainab off screen. Let's please. not be killing Nanny Zainab off screen. Thank you very much indeed, planners. Less of that. Um, yes, so this is getting very, very interesting because, like we say, we were sort of. I, 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 we're going to get hate for saying it, but I really was enjoying the, D, the Dean and Jade dynamic this week. I know Dean is a piece of work and I know he's a monster, but that dynamic and, between but, the two of them was. I was enjoying. But how else were we supposed to view that, though? That's what I don't get because there was. How could you really hate seeing that? Other than obviously knowing what Dean's like as a character, like I think that was the idea. Almost, well, almost, it's too good to be true, which it was, weren't it? Yeah, exactly. You know and what I mean? So I think that was kind of the plan with that. Yeah, and I do sort of wonder whether they were trying throughout this up to now to sort of garner even a modicum of sympathy from the audience towards Dean in the way that mm. he has been sort of pushed out by the whole square, the way that um. 
Matt D'Angelo often does that sort of really crestfallen look whenever anybody gives him any yes. gives Dean any worry. Like you know, you sort of watch those moments. Like, are we supposed to be feeling sorry for Dean here? Like, He's... is there a modicum of sympathy for him? There? Matt D'Angelo's got quite a good little like puppy yeah. dog eye type thing going on, hasn't it? It makes like, Dean more Ooh. of a human. I think it makes Dean more of a sort of layered character rather than just a moustached mm. twiddling villain. It sort of gives him those yeah. layers. Like we know he's a rapist, right? And no one's ever going to forget that. And the show hasn't forgotten that in any way, shape, or form. Demonstrated this week by uh, the fact that Dean was trying to get some semblance of a love life together this week and went on a mm. date with this lady. Um, and it all seemed to be going rather, rather well. Jade was kind of trying to, you know, get involved with it, mainly to kind of get Dean off her back so she could have some form of a social life with her mates. Um, but then Amy gets herself involved and says, uh, you do realise that you're going out of a rapist there, yeah? Is that, aware of that? Into that, are you? Yeah, is that a thing? So she this woman quickly goes uh bye leaves and again dean is just left alone and i think what this storyline is really meant to be about is sort of showing dean has absolutely nothing apart from jade yeah yeah definitely which again is that supposed to be are they are they trying to get some sympathy out of us for that do you feel any sympathy for him for that is the quite is the bigger no. question no. no, not at all. The only thing that I that I enjoyed about him was, mm. like, oh, he's just, oh, oh, why is he being mm. such a good dad to Jade? But now mm. we're seeing that he's not really. But when he like had that date and Amy got, him, I was actually really happy that Amy said something to that woman because yeah. as soon as they were about to kiss, well, they started kissing, didn't they? I yeah. was actually scared for the woman. Yeah. I went, no, no, yeah. no, 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 you don't know what you're getting involved with here, love. Mm. Like, stop, stop, stop. So now I don't, I don't, no, I don't feel sympathy for him. No, I don't feel sympathy for him, but I just kind of like it. it just, there just seemed there has seemed to be moments coming up to now where it's like it's, it's it's like if it was anybody else, anybody else, you'd be yeah. like you'd have sympathy yeah, for the character so. in that situation, wouldn't you? So it's yeah. it's, it's interesting. It, mm. I think it's all been about trying to layer Dean as a character because if they're going to keep him around, they can't just keep him as an evil moustache twiddling villain. They've got to sort of give mm. him some sort of layers in order to make him have a reason to stick around. But we are very much back to the Dean of old by the end of the week because Shabnam wants Jay to move to Pakistan with them to look after Nanny Zainab. Um, Dean is, I think, understandably kind of quite annoyed about this, where he's kind of like, she's clearly having just had a lung transplant. Now, let's not get it, let's not get it twisted. He's thinking of himself in this more than Jade. Yeah. I think yeah. for sure. I'd say about 80-20 in terms yeah. of ratio of who he's thinking about mm. in this situation. Um, so he, he takes Jay to the doctors and she's given some medication, uh, which presumably will make her better and thereby able to travel. Because at the moment, it's been recommended that he doesn't that she doesn't travel again. Interesting, because I thought they were going to be like, no, she's fine. Oh, yeah, crack on. Well, they said she's got a chest infection and they've yeah. uh, given her antibiotics and oxygen. They prescribed her oxygen as well. So to yeah. me, that's quite a reasonable. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't be on a plane to go. I'd, I'd Maybe argue. Should... yeah. Get I mean, it's a, a long weeks. haul flight as well. Yeah. It's at yeah. least it's a good eight hours, probably yeah. more, I think. So yeah. Yeah, so arguably. So she gets given this medication and Dean's sort of like, Well, there's only one way I can stop her leaving, I guess. And so I, I wondered where they were going with this. I thought, is he gonna try and overdose her? Is he gonna try and like give her the wrong medication? But what he's actually doing is emptying the pills. So Jane's effectively taking nothing, so she's not gonna improve. Right. Do you, did you used to watch Hollyoaks back in the day? Uh, on and off. Uh, they did a storyline. I remember the baddie Claire on that used to do it to Max's meds. That was just straight away what I thought oh, of. Right, okay. She were emptying him. Yeah, because I didn't even know that were a thing until I watched that. 
Sorry. No. So yes. Yeah, so Jade's effectively taking little capsules of air, effectively, air, isn't she? Yeah. Isn't she? So uh, where is this going? I wonder. Like, you've got to sort of wonder if Dean is going to be a character that they're going to. I feel like the idea for Dean actually at the moment is to systematically sort of remove any sort of dignity or any sort of support. So he's left with he's left basically a shriveled wreck by the end of his storyline, and then just leaves mm. like just leaves a shadow on a shell um so if well, the only way for that to this... happen is go on sorry go on i was no, just gonna I would... say is, is this is this the first time that he's emptied the meds yes Are yeah this sure? is the first time yeah yeah, yeah. this is the first time he's okay. done this because it was with the medication they got from the doctors because of the chest infection right okay right so she's been ta- any, yeah yeah so any medication she's been taking up to now has been absolutely fine because mm. there was no threat of her flying away to pakistan but now he's basically making it so that I think his plan is for that she's going to stay at this level, thereby unable to fly, rather than whether the reality is she's probably going to get a lot worse quite quickly if she's not taking medication for the chest infection. Yeah, very quickly. That's really serious. Okay. So right. the question is, I didn't know then... who we're supposed to think he's already been doing it. So oh, sorry, I see. No, I see. I see what you mean. No, I don't think so. But the question then is, like, how far does this go? Does Jade die? I know this is. Well, if he keeps doing it, unless he's just going to keep doing this until he knows that she can't fly to Pakistan and that's all been agreed, and then he'll actually start giving her the meds, maybe. I think that at the moment is his plan, but those Mm. kind of plans don't really tend to uh, Mm. work out that way, do they? Like she could have a a quite dramatic downturn of health quite quickly and out of nowhere with something like this. You don't, you don't think they're going to kill her off, surely? I hope not, because I think Jade's great. I've really, really enjoyed yeah. Jade this week. And I've really Same. enjoyed her relationship with Jean. Uh, mm. I love her relationship with the kids. like Because her and Amy had a bit of a set two this week, understandably, because Amy was sort of like, uh, your dad's a rapist, mate. So they started having a fight. But by the end of the week, Amy and Jade have sort of made up. Because Dean actually yeah. wants Jade to have mates and wants her to be able to sort of live on the square happily. So he sort of trying to persuade Jack to sort of make Jade to make Amy apologise. And by the end of the week, Amy and Jade are fine and offering each other chips and stuff. So that's kind of quite sweet. I'm enjoying watching Jade sort of grow and have friendships and everything. It's good. I don't want yeah. her to die. I don't want to go to Pakistan. Well, I don't want her to die. I want her to stay around. Thank you very much. I can't help but think that Shirley's going to come back soon. Because yes, I feel like they need Shirley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be and then maybe reason. Shirley might... It might be Shirley who goes, hang on, Dean, what are you are you giving it meds or something like that? Or is are they going to give that reel to Jean, do you think? Because Maybe. she's quite involved. But then that being the case, what would happen to Dean? Does he get arrested? Does he, you know, does he... There is also the train of thought that... And we didn't mention this uh, when this was this storyline was being mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that Johnny is going to frame Dean for the oh, murder yeah, of Keanu. Yeah. Because I'm still convinced Johnny's got this meat for Mama, so I don't care what anyone says. Uh, and so I wonder if that's his plan, that he's going to frame Dean for it, and that's one way to get rid of him. I don't know quite how we manage that, but, you know, it's, it's possible. Yeah. yeah, possibly, yeah. Well, So that would then get rid of might- Dean... And like Might you say, not be Shirley that difficult putting a meat thermometer down in Beale's eels somehow and getting his fingerprints on it. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, a meat thermometer in a food establishment is not, not exactly a, uh, a difficult thing to, to find, is it? That's what I'm saying. So he could just oh, yeah, put yeah. it down for him to pick up and then put his prints on. I don't know. Mm, we'll have to wait and see. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm very intrigued by this. I almost thought, I think the show has sort of led me into a false sense of security with Dean because I was sort of like, I get that his evil side's still there, 
I get that he's an unpleasant piece of work and I get that the show hasn't forgotten any of that. But at the same time, I thought that they were sort of trying to make him a little bit more sympathetic. It was it seemed to be more yeah. about this character that we know who did what he did. But it seemed like the show was trying to sort of portray someone who was trying to put their life back together again. Yeah, I which I thought was a very risky way of doing it. And I was like, I'm not sure that's going to work. But now they're almost sort of going... like, almost like Dean's been wronged. So now we're going to show yeah. him trying to. Even though actually, we know he's not been wronged, no, yeah. we and we know he hasn't been wronged at all, and we know that mm. he has been, you know, doing things like the voice recording and all of that kind of thing. So we know that side hasn't left him. We know he's as evil as we as as everybody else thinks he is. But I've just kind of found it fascinating the way that they've worked with Dean and sort of integrated him into the show and sort of elevated because once they brought Jade in, you've given him a family and you're giving him sort of people to interact with that is about more than just him raping Linda. So yeah, yeah it's I been mean, really, really interesting. They've they've committed as well. They've given him his yeah. own new set as well. Set. It's got a set. It's got where a set. is that, by the way? Would we still do we still know where it is? I would like to say that it's above Beale's Beale's Eels. Okay, that would make sense. Yeah. I think it is actually because the implication is that Jade wasn't really supposed to be living the flat all that much, so it would make sense for that flat to. And she's sort of hanging around the restaurant quite a lot, isn't she? So I bet she yeah. just has to come downstairs, and it's there. I think. I guess. Mm. Okay. Yeah, we need that clarifying. <laughs> Let us know in the comment section where you think this is going. Your thoughts on Dean and Jade, and I'm I'm really genuinely interested to sort of hear your your thoughts on this process because. I, yeah, I, I am enjoying Dean as a character. I know he's a rapist. I know he's evil. And I know a lot of people are sort of watching him going, uh, why am I even watching this? Why why am I even giving this character any moment of my time whatsoever? And I think it's 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 interesting to sort of see the show go, this is why. And whether that works or not remains to be seen for some viewers. But I think Dean's going to kind of turn into quite a subjective character in a lot of ways. Not that anybody's ever going to be feeling sympathy for him, but about whether the simple fact is whether they are enjoying having him in the show and sort of looking mm. at the different elements that he's bringing and the sort of different interactions that he's causing. It's, yeah, it's interesting. The good thing that he has brought to us is Jade because we're enjoying Jade. So it's interesting yes. to watch from that. But it's a bit like the whole niche thing. It's like, I can't believe you're still walking around the square uh, yeah. after Christmas Day. After it? Christmas. After 10 months of yeah. building up to uh, the, the worst people that Wolford's got on offer at the moment. And both of them are still alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and still doing what they would revel for in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It really, really is. There we are then. Uh, so that's, as we say, that's one... Uh, evil man evil do gooder dealt with and we now move on to the other one that was nish who properly found himself out in the cold this week we have reached a turning point i would argue with nish panasar he's got nothing nothing left he's got no support no friends no family and currently nowhere to live that's quite the turning point for him i would argue Mm-hmm. Well, he'll be back in that flat that he gave to Kat, won't he? Yes. Now, I mean, we had, it, Nish had quite the week this week because he not only attacked Kat, he also attacked Suki. So two women he decided to just basically violently attack this week, uh, which was interesting. Uh, I thought this stuff with Kat was kind of quite fun because she obviously... It feels like such a lot happened with this storyline. Yeah, it did. To get to where we ended up. So at the start of the week, they're still kind of quite friendly with each other and chatting and she, and Nish kind of gives her the idea well you know if you want to sort of get as much money out of Phil as you possibly can let get me involved I'll sort you out of a lawyer friend of mine 
because obviously if you're going to go up against someone like Richie, you need someone who is in, who is just who knows the law and all its little in between lines as well as Richie does to get the most out of the situation. And obviously, because Phil has solved the arches to Ben, Katz gets the idea in her head that she he's trying to diggle her out of money. So she's kind of quite up for this until Suki tells her, uh, "What? Sorry, Roger Peel is that who she, is that who he's getting? Uh, you be careful because that's going to be you with no money whatsoever. He's going to take it all himself." Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Peel arrives, uh, probably the sleaziest, creepiest lawyer in the world. Yeah, definitely gross. Absolutely gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It was absolutely gross, wasn't it? And he's kind of instantly all over Cat. We sort of instantly get the impression that Mr. Peel is uh, just a bit of a ladies' man and will basically... He's one of these people, I think, that would use his profession to get women into bed, isn't he? Oh, Whether he's married God. Or he not. Walked in, when he walked in and went, oh, I must be in the wrong room. You can't. No one would get divorced from you. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I oh. enough respect for Cat. She instantly, the second he walked in, was like, all oh, right. Got the measure You're that type of lawyer, are you? Uh, Right, okay. I know how to deal with you. I liked that. And then I'm like, how have you not seen this with Nish, though, Kat? Like, how have you spotted Mm. it with this lawyer like that and not with Nish? Yeah, it's been frustrating with Kat and Nish because you Mm. sort of think, I I struggle to think that Kat would even have gone there in the first place until you think about the likes of Derek and all that kind of thing. So you Mm. can sort of maybe argue Uh, ways to how she's arrived there. But even so, when she's got so many people that she loves and cares about saying, "Uh, no, Kat, stupid idea. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those moments. It was a bit like Gina, where like something has to happen to her individually for her to be think. Oh, right, okay, I guess everybody else was right then. Just, you know, mm. it's slightly. Oh irritating. yeah, it's very similar Gina Dean situation in a way, actually. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um. So once Cat has kind of heard the the goss on Roger Peel, uh, she Why? then managed Roger Peel, a wife stealer. Uh, that's the one. Yes. Uh, she sort of manipulates Nish into saying, "Oh yeah, no, just put your money in my name, and everything will be absolutely fine." And she's like, "All oh, right, okay, I get where we were at now." So she wants Suki to help her sort of bring Nish down because now she's against Nish. All right, that's it. Her and Nish are absolutely done with. Um, and she sort of then she meets up with Roger alone and instantly knows how to get around him. Just basically dresses like dresses like cat essentially and sort of puts on the charm puts on the flirtation very quickly manages to get roger to kiss her but she set up a camera well not set up a camera probably camera was already there uh in the cab office and she's got evidence of him effectively cheating on his wife that she wants to blackmail him with um what's a slight side point i had no idea how big that office was it's huge isn't it that's what i put on our instagram thing like, yeah, yeah. realize how big that it's office huge. is it's half the size of a square Massive. Like a TARDIS. Yeah. Just the thing that Dot had all that room in the laundrette that she never did anything yeah, with. Yeah, she were always just... Well, she so always, always just in that, that, little t- that one table. Yeah. Like a tea and a fag with. Yeah. yeah. She had all that room to play with. She never did anything yeah. with it. Could have bought, at least bought 10 more washing machines out the back. If, if Cigarette. She about it. Cigarette. Is yes. what I meant when I just said Cigarette. that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a, that's a very UK word. It's not a UK slang, abroad. I do apologise. Yes. I don't think you need to apologise for using that. That's just the English word of you. That's just the English word for it. Okay. I think you're, I think you're all right. I don't think you're going to get cancelled from that, Ray. Um, all right. So basically, Nish kind of then quickly works out what's gone on here. Uh, he finds out that Cat was planning on two times. To- um, pun- well, because sort of Priya overhears. Let's not forget, Suki then walks in because the yes. plan looks like it's going awry. In comes Queen Suki to save mm. the day. Great. Little do they know that. 
yeah, but Priya's waiting behind the door, listening mm. into it all, isn't she? So then it's not long before Nish finds out what's going on. I've got to say, though, Priya, like, she saw, she hears this information and then instantly kind of goes running to Nish with it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you've done very well there. Thank you very much. Hands are, like, 20 quid, <laughs> like, for her trouble. But I'd want more if I was Priya in that situation. We know Priya is the sort of person that would quite happily take a lower sum of money for blackmail because she only wanted three grand off Suki. And normally in those sorts of circumstances, it's like a hundred million by the end of the day for this information that I've well, got on you. I've got a bit to say about Priya, but we'll kind of get to it. that with how the week. Well, I was really, I've been really disappointed in Priya since Christmas, if I'm honest. Like, don't okay. get me wrong, I love her character, and I, I totally see the Janine side to her that yes. you keep saying totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she was so on Suki's side at one point and could see Nish for what he was. Then they all kind of saw him going, you know, at Christmas, like kind of attacking Suki even then. Mm. Then for them to all turn around, I know Suki tried to get them all to forgive him kind of thing. But then something wasn't sitting right with me for Priya. I thought, no, you're a girl's girl. I'll use that phrase. You know, so when she's been all cozy, cozy with Nish, Mm. I get that it's a kind of survival thing for her because she wants somewhere to live. I think that's I think that's the main point of it with Priya, I think. Because Priya, it, well, of... it wasn't sitting right with me though, how she were being, but then obviously what happened later in the week, we see that I don't want to say that because we're going to get to it, but yeah. Right, it's already been aired, right? You're not going to spoil it for anybody. It's, well, it's, yeah. <laughs> obviously, when um, she sees him attack Suke, yeah. Priya then is like, yeah. no, 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 I, I'll never be okay with a wife beater. I'm like, thank God for that woman beater. I think she said, sorry. Mm. I'm like, okay, now now I can get on board with Priya again because this has not been sitting right with me at all. I mean, I've always kind of, I've been seeing it. I mean, like you say, I saw, I can see essences of Janine in Priya and I've mm. sort of, I've been looking at the Nish and uh, Priya things as almost like Janine and Terry sort of dynamic. Mm. You know, when oh, she yeah, was, Terry. you know, when, yeah, 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 right. Those were the days when she was sort of basically taking advantage of it, like using the fact that she was young, good looking to basically A, have somewhere to live and B, so to be kept in pocket. Yeah, if you want me to find out some stuff on your on your ex-wives and I'll and I'm all right for money. Yeah. It's me, you know, it keeps me in a varney with a roof over our head. Um so yeah, it's interesting. And obviously Priya needs a job at the moment. She kind of grows crawling to Ravi at one point. He's not <laughs> he's got no interest in giving Priya a job whatsoever because you can sense the danger that, that would cause. Uh, which is why of, bit of chemistry between them there. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be long before those two are back in uh, back in bed together again, is it? Mm, no, definitely not. They suit each other, actually. I think. I think this is the first time we've we've actually seen a woman in Ravi's life who could probably match him in terms of sort yeah. of the sneakiness and the sort of underhandedness and the sort of villainous side. I think it'd be interesting mm. to sort of see Priya and Ravi together and sort of see their dynamics as a couple. I'd yeah. be interested to sort of see that and how they would interact and how they how they would live with each other. Mm. Watch this space on that front. I think. Um, yes. Yeah, so meanwhile, so Nish finds that out, um, attacks Cat. And she manages to escape out of the house. Uh, and instantly, uh, Suki, Stacy, Eve are, all, are kind of flanking her side and, and, and sort of in with that. So Nish decides, right, okay then. So I'm going to hit Cat where it hurts. And he reports Stacy to the police for attacking him on Christmas Day. Yeah. Now, this is sort of the start of the six starting to snowball again. <laughs> They, 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 yeah. They're very bad at this. They're very, very bad they're at this. They're really bad at this. I they're don't getting understand worse. where this is all going. They're getting worse as it, as time goes on with keeping this secret, aren't they? You'd think as time would go on, you'd be better at sort of keeping your gob shut. But if anything, this lot are getting worse at it. I think it's good in a way, though, because I don't... I don't want to say I'm bored of it. That's not the right thing. But you're ready for it's the not... next development. 
Yeah, because I feel like it's happened and we're still going on about it. And I know obviously it's a big thing, but it's like, but where is this going to go? Because I feel like we kind of need to put this to bed in a way. I don't know about put it to the, putting it to bed because I think actually it's quite, like you say, it's quite a big thing. So there needs to be a yeah. lot of elements that need to be sorted with it. And I think this sort of drip feeding the information to various characters is an interesting way of doing it. Mm. Because it's not like, because Stacey basically revealed to the, this week to Jack and very carelessly as well. Like she, there was no care put from Stacey's dialogue whatsoever. She was just like, yeah, well, Denise hit him. And I'm like, I All thought right, that was well done, though, how she revealed it to him in a not deliberate oh, okay. way, actually. I must mm. say, I, I actually was like, okay, I can kind of see how that had happened in this conversation. Yeah, oh, see, okay. now I was kind of like, I best, I feel like Stacey would have been much more careful than that, considering this is oh, her really? first rodeo. Yeah, I thought, you know, this ain't yeah. Stacey's first rodeo. You know what I mean? Like, she, she, she's been in this situation before about having to keep her gob shut. She managed it, she managed it when she killed Archie. So true, you thought that she'd have, I thought she'd have been a bit more careful, but you know she's I had get... a few more she's had a few more kids since then, Rob. You know, she you has. have that good old mummy brain happens to you, I yes. must admit. So Yes, that's <laughs> it, isn't it? Uh so basically she ends up telling Jack this week that Denise was the one that attacked Nish and Jack's sort of like, Oh great, what am I supposed to do with that information? Thank you very much indeed. Um I, I enjoyed Suki being instantly furious with Suki, because fair play, because Suki is pretty say, much yeah. with Stacey, sorry, because uh Suki is pretty much the only one who is really keeping this this ship afloat at the moment. Like Kathy's falling mm. to pieces because Rocky's um sentencing was this week. Ten years? Bit harsh, wasn't it? Was it a bit arson. Yeah, like, ten years though. Yeah, it's treated really pretty seriously, Rob, especially when, like, yeah, it's no arson, died. isn't it? Yeah, but no one died. They nearly did. They nearly, nearly did. did. Nearly is a, is a big word in legal <laughs> Rob, terms, I would argue. right, Ray. which one of us is getting cancelled this episode? <laughs> I am not getting cancelled for saying that, that Rocky doesn't deserve 10 years for, for not killing anybody. I, no, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to go to prison, but I just thought that 10 years was a long time. Considering you get, it seems, you don't get much more seemed... for murder. I think it seems harsh to us because we know Rocky and we're like, oh, yeah, true, I didn't yeah. mean it though. But if you read that oh, in a newspaper that to, someone had to... deliberately set a cafe on fire and nearly killed two people Honestly, in about 10 years, you, look at you might even read it and go, that's a bit short, isn't it, a return? Maybe, yeah. But then they didn't know how he very nearly got addicted to gambling either, did they? Well, they this is it. This is it. He did get addicted to gambling. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so there we are. So yeah, Kathy's kind of struggling with that. Gets pissed with Elaine, which quite enjoyed. Uh, because yeah. Al- Elaine made an insensitive comment to uh, Kathy this week and then felt really guilty. And then what did Kathy get in apology? A drink on the house. Ah! Drink on the house. <laughs> a bottle, bottle of wine, whole bottle, nonetheless. Whole bottle. Yeah. Oh, generous is Elaine. Very, very generous. Ah, a bottle of wine. Ah, sorry. Great, <laughs> great friend to have. I'd have Elaine in my life and that sort of thing. Yeah, Offend I me thought again. that's well good. Bottle of wine. Go on, yeah. then. Offend me again. Yeah. I'd take that there. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so that's Kathy. So Suki is the only one that's really, really kind of keeping everything together. And like, rightfully says to Stacey, are you mad? Like, why did you tell him that? You're an idiot. Mm. So she then has to go running to Jack and sort of trying to deal with deal with that. And works out that I think that Jack's going to keep quiet. How long for, we don't know. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put that much trust in Jack with something like this. Even if it is well, trying to protect her. I still... Mm. It's also a bit like how Suki said to Stacey. All he has to do is go and say to Denise, I know what happened like Christmas Day. And then... Denise will assume that he knows about Keanu as well and maybe like that. Well, that's what, that's what Suki did, wasn't it? Because, like, yeah. Says, yeah, I told him. Uh, what? You told him about Keanu? What, about Keanu? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. About the less important thing, about the one that's still alive. Like, it's almost like everyone else has forgotten about Nish. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know... Yeah, so, I, uh, I didn't... Bad. I don't think Jack's going to be... There's one thing telling Johnny, who clearly is very protective of Linda and who has clearly got 
interest in keeping it quiet, at least for now. Mm. But yeah, Jack is the wrong person to have told, I think. This isn't going to go well. Well, he's normally, he's all about, you know, oh, well, I'm a copper, I've got, the tell, I've got to say everything and blah, blah, blah. But obviously, it being his wife, it depends yeah. how they take the Denise route as well, I think, maybe. Well, I did say last week, I, there's absolutely no way that we're not going to see Denise now. Now she's in, now we didn't see her once this week. <laughs> I thought that we were at least going to see a bit of Denise in hospital. We might, we still might, we still might, but we were very much, everything that went on with Denise very much happened off screen this week because uh, Jack went to see Denise. He She didn't want to see him. She sort mm. of stared at him through the window and then like no interest in talking to you whatsoever. So at the moment, Jack's kind of thinking my marriage is pretty much over. So the only thing that he has got really is keeping this secret. If he wants to keep any semblance of uh, Denise whatsoever, and He's it does, cert- yeah, and it does certainly seem that Stacey's not that interested in continuing an affair at this point either. Oh well, and he annoyed at Stacey as well. He found out that it was Stacey mm. who, uh, you know, rang up the mental health team in the first place as well this week. I, 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 he has nothing to be angry about as far as I'm concerned on that front. Like, what else did you think she was going to do? Like, she knows psychosis and she knows the state Denise was in. What were you going to do, Nurse Jack? Well, he was. Like, he wanted to wait until the next morning, didn't he? But I don't know oh, what yeah, he thought would have happened. Because that would have made all the difference. Give her a couple of paracetamol yeah. and put her to bed and she'll stop seeing hallucinations everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's going to work, isn't it? Silly Jack. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so basically Stacey and Suki end up having a massive row and Stacey chucks Suki out. Which I thought was a bit mm. harsh, but I, I kind of so, and that kind of causes problems for Suki and Eve as well. So I wonder, yeah. like, what what's the kind of yeah, fallout of that going to be? That felt a little bit clumsy how that happened. She was just walked I... out, and Eve like, oh, she wasn't going to tell her. <laughs> she wasn't going to tell yeah, her. Oh, she just sort of walked out bit... with a haversack. Yes. We know why that was. It was so that it could develop into Suki gets the house back. So presumably Eve's going to move back into the house if Suki's got it now. I did wonder about this whole thing with Suki and Eve because you sort of wonder. I, I was because we haven't actually really focused that much on Suki and Eve since since mm. Christmas, and I kind of thought that Eve was going to be one of the first people to find out. In all honesty, because yeah, same. I'd actually rather tell Eve than I would Johnny in their in their boots because yeah, definitely. you know that Eve has got more of their interests in mind, so she would she wanted to. Want Eve helped with safe. the. Uh... Eve out with the fear, Sitch, didn't she? Yeah, and she hates Nish, so she'd want to keep Suki safe. She'd want to keep Stacey safe. And so anybody that was involved with Nish whatsoever, she'd want to keep absolutely safe. So Eve would have been an ideal person to tell, really. There's time yet, though, because they yeah, all I mean, seem the to way... be telling one person, don't it's they? It's falling out of their mouth like belches, these lies over Christmas, mm. aren't they? So it will... I don't want to thought it would be that long before Eve finds out. But at the moment, Eve's annoyed and then a mood for Suki. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um... So with nothing left to do, Suki goes around to see Nish and goes, well, let's just sort of make the peace. But it, that lasts about two and a half seconds uh, because they soon end up arguing and Nish attacks his second woman of the week, like physically. He starts trying to like kind of throttle her and everything. It doesn't go well. But then everybody in the Panasar household walks in and sees Nish. I think that, I wonder if we're actually supposed to have got the impression that they didn't see as much as we think they saw on Christmas Day. That's what, this is what, this is what I'm a bit confused by, because it's like, well, what did you think happened Christmas? Was that not enough for you to try and help Suki? I don't know. Even if they didn't see what went on with Suki on Christmas Day, they definitely know that he attacked Ravi. Mm, Yeah. With a rolling pin. Like, he went all Hilda Ogden on Ravi's head. So I sort (laughs) of wonder, like, what else did you need to know that Nish is a bit of a nutter? Yeah, but I think, like Priya said, well, like, you know, the line's drawn at 
woman beating. So maybe she thinks it's all right yeah. to beat your son. I don't know. What I don't know. I, are, yeah, this, but... is, this is what makes me think. I don't think they knew exactly all the ins and outs of the Nishinsuke relationship because they, of course, they would have known that this was going on anyway. And so it wouldn't have been as much of a surprise as it was to see that happening in front of them. I didn't Vinny walk in a few times when it was getting pretty heated. Well, that's the thing. Vinny knew full well what was going on. And I have to say, I did like Vinny. Sort of when Nish walked in and was all was all drunk, and Suka was like, "Yeah, well, I spoke to Masood. I basically own this house now." Vinny, hard as nails, standing up with all the rest of the family there. Guarantee that wouldn't have been happening if there was nobody else in the room. <laughs> if Ravi weren't there, in particular, yeah. I don't. Vinny, say, hard yeah. man, like, yeah, well, we can do yeah. this the easy way or the hard way, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Bless Good him. though, finally yes. took him all long enough, but also, yeah, kind although Suki also... talked him into forgiving him. Yeah. But Bit of a funny one, isn't it? Yes, but that machismo and confidence disappeared quite quickly when Nish just attacked Vinny. <laughs> it didn't go well. That first His time mask has did... truly slipped yeah, this week, hasn't it? It has, and they end up chucking Nish out of the house. He does that classic sort of landing on the square in a heap. Got nothing, no support, no family, no friends, no house. And if Suki has a way, very little money as well. So Nish now is someone who has absolutely nothing to lose. So arguably now he is at the most dangerous we've ever seen him. Yeah, that is true. Uh, who's next? It's got to be Suki then, or Eve. Who's he going to go for next? Suki or Eve? Because mm. I don't think because the reason he went to Stacey was to harm Cat. I don't think he's got a slightest bit of interest in Cat now. Like the thing with Cat yeah. is like you know uh, he wants to hurt Suki now. So. Suki and Eva are in danger, and I think I do wonder now that Suki and Eva are a little bit at loggerheads at the moment. It's going to make Eva easier to get to. Uh, oh God. just leave him alone, man. Go somewhere else and start Take fresh. Will you get over it? Get Take over the it. hint. Uh, but I think it's interesting that even Priya's like uh, do one now. So it sort of makes you wonder what's good. what the plan with Priya at now is like her and Suki well, to become this... mates now or what. This is what I'm wondering, because is Ravi still living in the flat that Suki and co originally lived in, right? Yeah, I think so. So it makes more sense, surely, for Priya and co to go move into the flat or mm. for Suki to maybe swap with Ravi and they all live yeah. in the house and Suki and Eve could maybe have the flat. That, yeah. I don't know. I, I think so. I, I don't know where Priya, I don't know where um, Nish goes from here. Um. Mm. I think it's going to be. I feel like we must be in the final couple of months of Nish now because he has absolutely yeah. nothing to lose now. So I feel like we're going towards the climax for Nish. I mean, I've been the saying this about other... so many things over the past year, and I've always been wrong. But I feel like it must be surely, shouldn't it? The only thing I can think is is Johnny going to try and or someone going to frame Nish instead for the murder of Keanu? That'd make more sense. Well, that's the story they've been where going the body with. Is. Yeah, but that's the story they've been going with all the time, isn't it? And yeah, you're right. It would make total sense. For Nish to have attacked Keanu and then buried him under the calf that he just bought. That yeah, must be right. fairly easy to yeah. set up. And the fact that Nish is now also going around making all these false statements about the women, which even the police, even Warford police have worked out is just a revenge tactic. And Jack yeah. knows about the Eve situation. Yeah, so Jack can manipulate the situation could... quite easily because mm. he was able to get Stacey out of being interviewed by the police quite quickly. So yeah. it's, I think this might be where the Nish stuff is going. He's going to go down for Keanu's death, possibly. Easy to he put did... him there because he's murdered before. The police know that. The jail service know that. So he'd be, he'd be back inside for pretty much the rest of his life. I mean, what 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 else has he got to do? He's lost everyone. Like we've yeah. never seen him with any of these. What do you call them? Not like hitmen. <laughs> but, you know, the other, you know, like 
A crew? I don't even know what to say. A crew? He's not had anyone. Nish's crew. <laughs> when he's needed stuff doing, he's always asked Ravi or Vinny to do Ravi. it. Now yeah, he's not got those them, yeah. two. Who's he got to go yeah, yeah. to? To Yeah, hard men. Not them, yeah, he's not, like Phil, he's not like Phil and Ben who have got, like, yeah. who have got an entire like phone, phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who's he going to yes. go to to get to do his dirty work? Like, how is he even going to get revenge on everyone? Mm. That's what I mean. Like... Or is he just going to go all in and just go for Suki and Eve, like you're saying? I think That's so. it. I think so. Mm, watch this space. Very, very interesting. Go on. Eve, if he, if he, if he didn't have her back towards Nish, I think she could easily have him. Oh yeah, easily. The thing, the thing Don't is, Nish think? is not Nish is not physically intimidating by any stretch of the imagination, but he is dangerous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's true. Even have a line where you know yeah. I'm not going to kill you. Whereas Nish is like, bye. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, bye, Felicia. Yeah. Bang over the yeah. air. Yeah. yeah. Um, let us know in the comment section, Nish. What's the what's the plan? I think it's quite interesting. This week has been actually very focused on Nish and Dean, two characters mm. that a lot of viewers are sort of like, why aren't you dead? Why so. So, I mean, yeah, I've enjoyed it, though. I have enjoyed it. I'm enjoying them actually taking the time to really sort of, in a lot of ways, wring as much drama out of these characters as they can before they end up leaving. But, yeah. you know, I think I'd rather have that than wasting character potential. Yeah, true. I just don't see where they're going to go in Ish now, so that'll be interesting to see. No, they can't both die and they can't both go to prison, surely. Exactly. So one's going to die, one's going to go to prison. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Gold Star this week, Ray, who's getting yours? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I'm going to give it to Jade this week. So oh, I have to give it to might. her last week. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, right, fair play. Oh, sorry, have I took your gold no, star? Yeah, 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 you have, decided this rule. <laughs> I did, yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I'll give mine to Suki then in that case, I think. Yeah, good one. Yeah, good one. Suki had a good week. I really enjoyed Suki. Yeah, this week. she yeah. did. She had a really yes. good week. There we are then. So Jade and Suki for the Gold Stars this week. Uh, now then, ladies and gents, quite a bit of news to get through this week. We have some news to discuss about EastEnders because we have a character returning. Uh, and there's also been some other news released uh, about Hollyoaks that I wonder whether Garn's discussion about the future of soaps as a whole. Right then, first bit of news. We have good news, Re. Uh, we've got a character returning. She's not been seen for a little while, but Mo Harris is on her way back to EastEnders as Layla Morse is set to reprise her iconic role this spring. According to the BBC EastEnders page on Facebook, uh, Mo first landed on our screens in 2000 as the no-nonsense matriarch of the Slater family. And over her 19 collective years in Albert Square, Mo was never far from drama. Mo left Warford back in 2021 to go on a cruise with on-off love interest turned fiancé Fat Elvis and has made guest appearances since. But she's now to return on a permanent basis and will be returning with Freddie. So, uh, thoughts on Mo returning? I'm, I'm quite pleased. You know, Mo's a fun character. She's not, I think, one of the biggest characters in EastEnders history, but she's a good supporting character to have around. Yeah, I was kind of thinking when I saw it, like, oh, we've not really missed her, but then actually I thought, do you know what? She might inject a bit of humour into the Slater house. Yeah, like, she's... I think we probably need. Yeah, I mean, Mo is a great comedy character, and I think she yeah. always... She brings the Slaters a nice new... A sort of a nice angle as well. So I think, you mm. know, with with Kat and Stacey, there's there's something fun for them to be doing as well as all the drama of the sick stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up for Mo returning, and she will be returning with Freddie. Some might argue Freddie is coming back with the wrong Mo, but I think that ship has long since sailed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say little Mo's not coming back. Uh, no, because if she was going to return, she would have been during the Graham stuff. But, now. Yeah, or no, now. that's interesting. Or now, indeed, yeah. Mm. Um, 
not quite sure what brings Freddy back and why he'd come back with Mo. I'm not sure where they could go with that. Yeah, interesting actually, because now he's been gone for so long. Now it's like, why would he come back? Unless it's just well, all the stuff's done, so it feels like yeah. he can come back, kind of thing. He's safe. Yeah, interesting. Or are we going to see more Graham again? Possibly. I mean, I got the impression that the Graham stuff was done, but you never know. Yeah, might, there so... might be more elements to it. Have to, mm. Yeah, have to wait and see. So that should be happening in the coming weeks. So yeah, bring my. I'm pleased to have Mo back. Um, less good and news. Friday. And Freddie as well, yes. Um, less good news was published yesterday. Uh, according to the Metro, Hollyoaks episodes are to be cut as the soap is hit hard with a wave of job losses. Um, Hollyoaks, according to the Metro, will reduce its weekly number of episodes to just three a week. The Channel 4 soap currently airs five times a week, but this will be reduced later in the year. Um, the reduction is a direct result of research which suggests that younger audiences, which is Hollyoaks' key demographic, uh, are more inclined to watch an average of three episodes a week due to other forms of content competing for their attention. Now then, um, to put any minds at rest of the fans of Hollyoaks, Hollyoaks isn't going anywhere because they've recently signed the deal to keep it around for a few more years left, and it's I think it's their 30th next year as well. So, But I think it's interesting that Hollyoaks are doing this because arguably, there's, there's this is a double-edged sword, all right? Arguably... On a positive front, I think the quality of Hollyoaks will absolutely soar from here because only putting out three episodes a week, that gives them a lot of time to fine-tune episodes. Rehearsals can increase there because, you know, arguably the more episodes you put out of any show, the less time you have to prepare for the filming of episodes. You know, mm -hmm. I, my mind goes to Coronation Street at the moment, which is currently churning out six episodes a week, and I would argue you can tell. Yeah, we well, me and you, we've both been we've both been Coronation Street and EastEnders fans, yeah. haven't we? And I don't For think either years, of us yeah. make any effort to keep up with Coronation Street these days. I I try to because I still, you know, yeah. But yeah, the quality of Coronation Street compared to EastEnders, obviously, we're a bit biased, but. Yeah, you can tell that there are too many episodes, and mm. yeah, I mean, I've always you, thought you don't that... get you don't get a chance to delve into a character really because it's yeah, I don't know, you're trying to squeeze too, like trying to get too much out of it almost. I don't know. Well, this is the thing: when you are churning out six episodes a week, right? The the rate of stories that you have to kind of think of from there, and churning out that many episodes gives you much less time to fine tune scripts. It gives you much time to fine tune direction mm. on on the set because you're literally filming right that'll do next scene you know you don't i mean the old days of coronation street you know you, you would have very many cast members who used to be in it like talking about how they would have rehearsals and everything and you look back on some of the classic episodes and you can sort of see that fine tuning in very much in force you know the, this is why people i think always kind of harper back to the old days of soap just because the production crew were given so much more time to put their stories and their scenes together. Now, EastEnders, I would argue, is the perfect length. You know, I'm not looking at EastEnders these days and thinking that's a rushed show. I think they are, mm. the production quality is, is really high on EastEnders, especially at the moment. You know, I was looking up, funny enough, I was I was watching that scene in the marketplace where with Stacey and there was just so many extras milling around and it just felt like a real sort of, not real realistic environment, which many of the other soaps I don't think have got that advantage to them. And that's always yeah, been the way with EastEnders. Mm. Um, so I think that Hollyoaks will actually see quite an uplifting quality. They are having a bit of a, a resurgence at the moment in a similar way to EastEnders is doing, actually, because they had a bit of a down period and they've just had a new producer come in. And according to many kind of viewers of it, Hollyoaks' quality has shot up recently. So this may increase that even further. Good. So 
in some ways it can be good news for Hollyoaks, but the problem is this also will mean that job cuts are coming. The aim of this apparently is to cut 135 jobs from Hollyoaks, which is going to be writers, that's going to be directors, that's going to be possibly be cast, uh, and oh. also cam- camera people, production yeah, assistants. Every, yeah, you know, a, lot. a lot of people that make five episodes of a soap happen. You know, you don't need as many to make three episodes happen. It's just as simple well, as that. Of course, you just don't. You don't physically have the hours, do you, to give yeah. them? So, mm. And this is, I think, part of a wider problem. Um, Channel Four at the moment. Um, if you look into sort of where they are at the moment as a channel, they're actually in a lot of trouble at the moment. Channel Four, because of the advertising situation at the moment, which is basically, if you look into it, advertisers are going elsewhere. Obviously, the whole point of advertising, you pay a channel a certain amount of money to put your advert on in a time slot. Channel 4 takes that as their money. That's how they earn their... That's how that's how their business works. Yeah. Um, but obviously, advertisers are looking elsewhere to put their stuff now. You know, streaming services, YouTube, the internet in general. AI is really going to start taking influence with that. I don't, AI, don't even get me started on that. That stuff scares <laughs> me. Um, but basically, Channel 4 is, is going to really start struggling over the next few years with the advertisements and the budgets that they've got. Um, and so there's that with Channel 4 for a start. But then also you're looking at this from the wider area of soap and the genre as a whole. You know, in the past year or so, we've lost Holby City and Doctors, and now Hollyoaks has been reduced to three episodes a week. And it's sort of really interesting to sort of look at the industry and sort of thinking, how are young writers and directors and crew supposed to be getting into the industry now? It's already almost impossible to get into the industry. Like, if you look anywhere, anyone who's trying to get into the industry, even people who have been in the industry for years are are finding it difficult to sort of earn a living these days. And this is the sort of thing that's really going to make that ten times harder. I mean, it's like you say as well, how do you keep... Yeah, the way that you keep a young audience involved as well is to get young writers in, really. Yeah. So how are you? It's a bit of a catch twenty two in a way, exactly. isn't it, for the genre of soap in that respect? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think many young people do watch soaps. If I'm honest, and Hollyoaks was the one that a lot, the most young people watched. You kind so of. Like could it could it work in their favour that the quality is going to get better? So hopefully they might get more of a younger crowd, and in turn mm. that'll spill out onto the other serps, and people might be more interested. But it doesn't sound positive, though. Let's be honest, does it? It doesn't. And also bear in mind, Hollyoaks recently this year um, went on to digital first. So basically, their main output is on um, Channel 4's streaming service. Like it doesn't air mm. on Channel Four at the moment. I don't think except on maybe an omnibus slot at some point during the week. But it's mainly focused on uploading the episodes, and that's where the lot, the most of their viewers come from. They've also been putting it on YouTube, so it's very much digital based. Um, I don't think the other soaps are quite in that boat yet. Obviously, EastEnders has done their streaming thing where they stick an episode on at six a.m. and that's working absolutely brilliantly for them. But you know, neighbours do that now, don't they? Because they're only it's only on Amazon free um free freebie it's called. Freebie, yeah, but then that's so closing down that's... soon. Yeah. Freebie is, free? is neighbours is oh, fine. Well. It's going it's going somewhere because else, but apparently it was um I thought it was one of Freebie's like biggest shows, neighbours, like mm. bizarrely. 
so that's working in that respect mm. with the digital output. So, mate, yeah, is that the way that all soaps are going to end up going with the looks of things? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tricky time for the industry as the a whole. The way the times lot... are going, isn't it? It is, well. and there's also a lot less money to spend at the moment in this mm. sort of thing. Again, AI, there was, a, there was an article this week that said that AI could probably write its own soap at the moment. I don't know how AI has reached this point. I really, really Yeah, don't, you know, but... it did a while ago. My brother sent mm. me one. He, like, put all these different things in to write an EastEnders episode. I'll have to send yeah. it in. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, wow, that's bizarre. It's weird. AI has come out of nowhere, it would seem. Almost... And in the next 10 oh, years gotcha. or so, we're going to be talking about AI a lot, 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 lot more. It's already, and again, with the advertising thing with Channel 4, AI is already at the stage where it can do advertising and make it so specific to individual consumers, which is the last thing that Channel 4 needs because obviously airing an advert on a TV is, is putting it to a wider audience. Whereas really in this day and age, adverts need to be sort of acclimatized to individual users because they can look at that and go, yeah, that advert is relevant to me. I want, I want to buy that product. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of elements at the moment that are making the soap genre a lot more difficult in terms of the commercial channels. So we all need to keep pressing reject all cookies, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the AI the AI thing is really sort of building. It's another conversation to be had there entirely. Maybe we will at some point. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of the output of Hollyoaks, interesting. Really sad for the job losses. Again, it's another door that's sort of closing towards getting into the industry. Um, but I do think the quality of the episodes will rise quite quickly for Hollyoaks in terms of that. Hopefully I mean, they can turn thought... it into a positive. Yeah, I mean, I've never thought... I... Nobody was asking Coronation Street to go up to six episodes a week. Nobody wanted that. That's about filling the schedule up. That isn't about aud audience consumption. Or maybe, or maybe that's why they're surviving, because then they've got more time for adverts to be getting put in, Rob. Mm, yeah, you know? it's true. But, you know, no, so... no show needs to be on that much apart from the news. I mean, like EastEnders has made it as always kind of stuck at what it is at the moment, and that's worked for them. In fact, EastEnders actually airs the least episodes out of all the soaps. Mm. So, and that's shows in, in its quality, I think, compared to some of the others. It's an inter it's interesting. So, yeah, watch this space for Hollyoaks, I think. It's either going to go one way or the other, but they have got um, commitment to be airing for the next few years. So, it's not the end of the road for Hollyoaks by any stretch of the imagination, but this is however you choose to view it a little bit of negative news for it i would argue so there we are yeah um right so final thing ladies and gents we've got our caption competition so here is your picture uh and as usual re will uh decide the winner i'm going to throw her my favorites throughout the week and re will decide the winner uh adrian mills designs has said so what he wants me to buy shares in just for men uh gilbert pocket has said when they go to the bar without offering to buy you a drink uh, and Buswell Braziers has said, me when EastEnders isn't on, but the football is instead. Ray, I mean, think? I think the winner out of them has got to be Buswell Braziers, especially after this week. Yeah, uh, me, me when EastEnders. Yeah. Yes, me yeah. when EastEnders isn't on, but the football is instead. Goes very yeah, well for definitely. audio listeners with the photo that uh, of Cats pulling a face at Nish from the uh, from behind his back at the bar. So me when EastEnders isn't on, but the football is instead. Well done to Bro uh, Buswell Braziers 22 for winning this week's caption contest. Marvellous. There we are then. So that is another episode done and dusted. If you would like to get in touch with us with comments, questions or 
caption contest entries, you can do the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark, and find us on all your favourite podcast sites. Drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash e20afterdark. Marvellous. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, next week, Ree, we're going on yes. holiday. We're going on holiday next week to Milton Keynes. Oh, what are you on about? I'm not going on holiday, I wish. <laughs> I'm going on holiday. Uh, yes, we are off to Milton Keynes next week, mm. ladies and gentlemen. We have a double episode set five weeks across, uh, set for in the two episodes set, set across five, five weeks. weeks. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, because we have a, a return uh, that's going to be written by Mr. Ashdown. So very, very exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. It looks to be quite a big one. Mm. <laughs> very very exciting can't wait for that so we will be discussing the fallout from our little trip to milton Keynes next week until then it's goodbye from me goodbye from me see you next week goodbye Bye. Bye.